Hello and welcome to Women Talk About Horror, the show where women talk about horror. I'm your host, Kitty, and today I'm going to be talking with Robbie Vance, a very spooky pinup about cheesy horror. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Of course, absolutely. I'm so excited. Congratulations on the on the new podcast. Thank you. I'm really excited for this episode, actually. I don't know a lot about, about cheesy horror. Oh, really? Well, you know, I think the cheese is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen The Evil Dead. And You've I've, seen The Evil Dead? Yeah, I've okay, seen all good. of them. So. Okay, good. So yeah. you do have some sort of, you know, you know you, that's one of the cheesier ones, which is great. So that's a good base. Yeah, I love the first one because I feel like that's just Sam Raimi seeing how much he could put um, Bruce Campbell through before he would stop being friends with him. Oh my and god! And then absolutely. learning that there is no limit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that movie is just the the blood is just so oh my gosh, it's it's gratuitous for sure. Oh gosh, that last scene where it's just like they're just throwing like buckets of blood at him while he's laying on the floor. It always cracks me up. I'm not I sure that's it. what they were going for, but every time. It's great. It's fantastic. I, I, that's that's a good one. Have do, have you seen the um, TV show? I haven't. I've heard oh, it's, it's really Netflix. good. It is very good. Yeah. It, you know, but on the cheesy end, um, it is obviously because it's Evil Dead. It's still mm-hmm. cheesy, but because it's a newer show, it does lose some of the elements of that that '80s cheese that we're used to. Yeah, the kind of campiness. Yeah, yeah, the campiness from it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's just like. I don't know. It's one of those movies that I can just watch again and again. And it's just so much fun to yeah. like, to re-experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why um, I, I love the TV show because it just kind of picks up um, with, you know, Bruce Campbell. He's so great. Yes. He <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you should definitely check that out. Yeah. It's funny with Bruce Campbell. The first thing I ever saw him in was actually, I think it was Burn Notice. And then oh, wow. later okay, yeah. finding out that he was actually like a horror, like actor in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. So, what is your favorite cheesy horror movie? Oh, man, um, <laughs> I think you know it's it's a hard question. I I feel like just in general, like, hey, what's your favorite horror movie? Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta like right. break it down by like even like subgenres. Um, I love Nightmare on Elm Street, of course. You know, um, Freddy Krueger. He is just the epitome of. <laughs> you know, just an amazing slasher uh, character. You know, I love that he actually has speaking lines and um, and the cheese in, in that is so great. Um, also, what we kind of grew up with, you know, um, in the 80s and all that. Uh, so definitely that the entire series, like I, I, ha- I own it on DVD, even like the newer ones and um, not the remake, but <laughs> the, like the last one of like the new nightmare, for example. Yeah. I absolutely love the new nightmare. Cool. That's the one that, you know, it kind of like is set in real life um, okay. with like Heather Langkamp actually playing Heather Langkamp. And um, <laughs> it, it's really great. Uh, Wes Craven comes out in it. Um, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, no, it's it's a great it's a great film. Um, so, and when I say the cheese is subjective, I I mean, back in the day, you know, when they were f- making movies, I feel when you go back and watch those movies, it all kind of feels cheesy, mm-hmm. in a sense, because of the special effects. But that's part of the draw for a lot of us that love horror. Right. It's just the the um, special effects and the practical effects, and um, they're just so amazing. And to think of like how creative they have to get to be able to make those effects work, it's just, 
you know, some, some of the stuff they come up with is just crazy. So, you know, when you think of, you know, the, the timelines of, like, horror movies, like, yeah, you look back and probably everything was kind of cheesy back then. Um, even though they were trying to make, like, you know, more serious horror movies, they still kind of came off cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so much fun how movies like that kind of, they're still so popular today. Like, people still love Nightmare on Elm Street oh, and Evil Dead yeah. and um, Friday they're the culty. 13th. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're mm-hmm. culty. Um, I, uh, I'm a fan of the trauma movies, um, Lloyd Kaufman, okay. trauma movies. And actually I, I wasn't sure if we we're going to be going on camera, but I'm wearing my, uh, <laughs> my poultry geist night of the chicken dead yes. t-shirt. I absolutely love, love, love that movie. And you know, it was, um, early two thousands, I think it was, but it still has that campy cheese element, you know, from back then. And it's disgusting. It's so <laughs> just gory and gross and, you know, sexually just wrong. But I absolutely love that movie. So. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't. So when I was researching a little for this episode, I didn't realize how many of like kind of the tropes that we have now in movies kind of originated in, right. the, in, the, in the cheesier horror movies. Um. And like looking back and like seeing like where that got started, um, is really interesting. Yeah, 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 for sure. What do you um what is your favorite cheesy horror movie? I mean, I love Evil Dead. Um, yes. I also it's it's a later one. I love Attack the Block. Oh nice, yes. Yeah. Um it it's so like just kind of like ridiculous and like the aliens in it like when you finally see them like they're clearly puppets and like people in costumes <laughs> but they take the, like the actors and the movie kind of takes itself so seriously that it just makes it fun to see them reacting super seriously to yeah. these like really cheesy monsters <laughs> yeah yeah and That's john boyick is great in that movie and so is uh jody whittaker nice nice yeah, yeah. i um another one that i love from back then is um sleepaway camp yes Oh my gosh, that that was like I feel like it was so um, it was so ahead of its time mm-hmm. during you know during the eighties like yeah. the whole content of the movie and yeah it was cheesy and maybe not as gory as we're used to with other films but mm-hmm. um, that was a great film yeah I always go back and watch it and I love all the guys in the in the um, crop tops and the short shorts <laughs> the, the costuming <laughs> is so much fun oh, it is totally yeah. Um... I mean, like, even, like, kind of like you said, like, looking back at some older movies, like, they even do still come across as cheesy, even if they didn't mean to be. Like, I saw Rosemary's Baby kind of for the first time, I think it was last Mm -hmm. year. Mm. i just never seen it, so I watched it. And some of it is really cheesy, but it's still kind of like that classic horror movie. And the kind of, like, the campy cheesiness, kind of what makes it, because that was, like, the time of the movie, like. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I feel like that, you know, also with The Exorcist. Yeah, um, oh, classic, I love it. You know, it's probably one of my favorite oh, movies of all time. It's so scary. Like, yeah. I, I to this day, I, well, just in general, um, I have uh, a thing with possession movies, mm-hmm. demonic possessions. Um, I don't know why, but it just, those kinds of movies are, if I were to say anything is going to be scary for me, <laughs> those are the kinds of movies that are scary for me. Um, and yeah, I had watched parts of The Exorcist growing up. 
Um, and then when I became an adult, I watched it again and I was like, oh, that's kind of scary. And then I, I didn't touch it again for years. And then I don't know, maybe about four years ago, I watched it again with my daughter and, and we we're like, holy <laughs> crap, like it, it is very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, again, some of that cheese does come into play with the special effects. Uh, but I think they're just, you know, so well done. And they really put so much emphasis on the practical effects uh, when they were filming it and everything. I mean, Linda Blair, actually, she got injured during the filming of the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. She, um, I'm going to say that she broke her back. Like, Ooh. you know, one of her, yeah, it was, it was like this whole thing um, in the scene where she's like bouncing up and down on the bed. Okay, that makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, there's actually on Shutter right now. There is an interview with the director of the movie, and he goes kind of almost scene by scene of the filming. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and it is. It's really, really interesting. But, uh, but yeah. So those those special effects always kind of feel cheesy, but you know they work. Right. Yeah. Like I, I know there's a lot of jokes about like the. Um you know, the, the vomit being so green and the, you know, the power of Christ compels you. But when you put it all together with the whole storyline, it is really scary, even with those kind of elements in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Pea soup. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. I mean, what if you have yeah. pea soup for dinner? Who oh, are we to judge? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the uh, Exorcist TV show? Yes. Yes, I did. Absolutely. Yeah, with Gina Davis. It, that was good. I, I, I enjoyed really it. I really loved it. I was sad they only got two seasons. I really I know, enjoyed it. me too. I was yeah. really disappointed when they didn't renew it um, mm-hmm. for another season. I was like kind of hoping to see what would happen. Yeah. Um, and then they just kind of cut the story off. Made me sad. Yeah, I, I loved the big twist in the in the first season about who Angela really was. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say just in case there's anyone no, listening no. who hasn't course, seen it. Of course, of course. <laughs> But I really liked how they did that. Yes. And, like, bringing in, like, a little bit of the music from the original movie, which, like, you just hear that song. And, oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely need to check out that documentary where they talk Mm -hmm. to the director, though, because he talks about um, just little little things that we wouldn't think about Mm -hmm. watching the movie, and then he he breaks it down, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, that that is so awesome that he did it, you know, like, the, you know, the movie poster, Mm -hmm. it shows the priest walking up to the door, yeah, and there's, like, a light shining on him, Mm -hmm. apparently the light is coming from her room. Oh, I never realized that. See, I didn't realize that either. That is really, like, that's a great, like, just visual storytelling that they thought about that, and and like that goes into a lot of horror movies like i know a lot of people think horror movies are aren't deep but a lot of them really are when you actually take a look even the cheesier ones like there's a lot going on in the visual storytelling that if you're not paying attention you do miss oh yeah absolutely and you know that you have to think of the director always has a reason why he does xyz Mm -hmm. and it you know if it's a good director it translates sometimes it doesn't right you know yeah. But there's always, like, a, a method to the madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very much newer, cheesy kind of horror was, um, I don't know if you saw the TV show, uh, Scream Queens. I watched, like, the first three or four episodes, um, which was, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. It's just uh, a lot of, a lot of, I don't know, 
similarities it just kind of reminded me too much of like american horror story well it's the same yeah it's same yeah gender, i mean it's really yeah. yeah yeah totally so i it kind of turned me off a little bit on that front kind of like nurse ratchet yeah in that i sense. couldn't get into nurse ratchet and i was so yeah. sad yeah i know i had i mean i watched the whole thing but i was like uh eh. my one thing with nurse ratchet is like i I'm one of those people, I like to know what happens even if I don't finish it. So, like, I looked up, like, summaries of the episodes, mm-hmm. and it was good, but I didn't get the connection to the Nurse Ratchet of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think a lot of people had that same idea. Um, it's, it's almost like her... Did you watch it, you said? I watched part oh, of it, yeah. Part of it, okay. Yeah. The other nurse um, felt more like Nurse Ratchet. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I forget her name. I'm putting uh, that with me. She has the bangs. The bangs, yeah. yeah. The bangs with the red hair. Mm-hmm. I felt like maybe that should have been more of what we were expecting. Right. Because it was good. I just it felt like it didn't need to be Nurse Ratchet for that story to be told. Totally. It Absolutely. could have been any nurse in that time frame. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So you like American Horror Story? Um, I... I have mixed emotions depending <laughs> on the season, you know? Same. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, the uh, the house was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the asylum was good. Um, when it got to Roanoke, it kind of threw me off. Yeah. I liked the cult was really good. At the time, I wasn't, I, I didn't dig it. And then closer to this past election, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> and it was like, whoa, like it really, everything kind of clicked. Yeah. So, you know, interested to see what they do next. Um, but yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I couldn't get into cult. I wish I could. Cause like, it was kind of like one of those over the top, like getting into like, that's the specific tropes they were getting into. And it was interesting yeah. to me, but I don't know, like, what killed me was the one time where, um, and this is just me, like, being squicked out, was, um, when Evan Peters, like, covered himself in, like, the Cheeto dust. Yeah. <laughs> like, for some reason, I was just like, no, I have to turn this off, that's gross. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why that was my limit, but, like, I was oh, fine gosh. during Roanoke when, like, people were getting disemboweled. Yeah, yeah, but th- this is too, this is too far. Right, yeah, I was like, no, nope, oh he's covered himself in Cheetos, that's I hilarious. can't do it. <laughs> well, speaking of cheesy, um... <laughs> Sorry. It's all, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, but also, speaking of cheesy, um, the, the last season, um, 1984? Yes. Yeah. Okay, they that just was cheesy. right into it. Totally. I, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. But it's because, again, you know, it takes me back to the campy, you know, um, Friday the 13th mm-hmm. vibe, the sleepaway camp vibe. Right. Um and I, I, it was interesting how they threw, like, the Eric Ramirez thing in there, mm-hmm. which at the time, I recognized the name, but I didn't really put it together until oh, wow. the, until the, you know, the documentary came out right. on, on Netflix. I was like, holy shit, this is, <laughs> they're related. Like, this is definitely a thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was cool. It was cheesy. Well done. Mm-hmm. I think one of the fun things about that season was they didn't take themselves too seriously. And I think that's one of the fun things about, like, 80s horror was it wasn't... Because, like, I I love even the horror they made now, but sometimes I think, like, they're almost trying to make it too serious. Yeah. Um, Well, but I feel also nowadays what happens is almost like that because of the advances in um, the special effects and all Mm -hmm. that, they've kind of moved away from the cheese, and now 
what we would consider cheesy horror is now considered a horror comedy. That's true, yeah. Okay, so like mm -hmm. um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, one of my yeah. favorite is <laughs> just so freaking good and hilarious and fun, you know? Yeah. Um, and But they, they consider it a different subgenre. Like, it's not a cheesy, it's not a cheesy movie. It is, but mm -hmm. it, it's a horror comedy now. Yeah. Or like Snakes on a Plane or whatever, you know? <laughs> um, so just talking about horror movies in general, why do you think people like to be scared? Like, what do you think is fun about horror movies for people? Uh, well, I... I think just, you know, it's in human nature to um, feel that adrenaline, you know, it's, it's, there's a factor of that in, that comes into play for people that love horror, um, that, you know, the jump scare or the, the psychological aspect of a horror movie. Um, you know, I feel more than likely, as long as history has been written, people more than likely have had some affinity to being afraid mm -hmm. um and maybe it comes from just evolution just in general when we know we don't we don't we no longer have to fight for our lives yeah every day you know from outside elements or whatever um and you know we still kind of need a, an outlet for that mm -hmm. like to me it's kind of strange when people say that they don't like horror movies i'm like not even a little bit <laughs> like really oh like oh i hate halloween or oh i'm like anything horror or anything i'm like like what's that is see like that's strange to me yeah. no it really is like there should be like you're missing almost like one of those um i don't know like <laughs> you're just you're missing something like how can you not i mean i get the idea of not wanting to be scared but yeah. when it happens and then that relief knowing that you're safe mm -hmm. i love that feeling it's <laughs> it's like a rush you know yeah. like and it sucks because as be, being somebody that loves horror and Halloween and all those spooky things, um, it's hard for me to get scared nowadays. Oh. So I know. I know. So <laughs> it's always like I always try to – like movies don't really do it anymore. You know, um, having watched so much of it, you kind of have an idea of what's going to happen next or mm – -hmm. you know those the, – the scare elements that they're going to be using. Yeah. Or even like at, you know, um, Halloween Horror Nights, for example. Uh, love Halloween Horror Nights and Haunted Houses and Haunted Mazes because I'm always looking for that. I want to get scared. <laughs> and um, I had been so much to Halloween Horror Nights that I knew what to expect going through the maze. So like, oh, I know exactly where the guy's going <laughs> to pop out of. Like, I, yeah. even if it's a new maze or it's a new year and it's a new theme. Um, and it's from just kind of like saturation, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, I think it's definitely that element of, at least for me, and I'm sure other people feel that way, but of, like, liking that, that scary feeling. Yeah. Except that I don't like that scary feeling in real life, like, almost getting into an accident. Same. That is not yeah. the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are, like, <laughs> totally different. <laughs> I like horror that, like, couldn't happen in real life. Um, mm -hmm. Like, if it's a movie even based on real life, and it's like, oh, that could happen... Like, that's not my type of horror, which is why yeah. I think that I have liked kind of like the cheesy campy horror more because there's not only that element of fun, but it's usually something so fantastic. Right. It's like, right. Yeah. It's not something that like, oh, this is going to happen to me next week, you know? Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. And and I, I, um, I mean, I don't, this is diving a little bit deeper, but mm -hmm. back to the um, 
I don't really care. Well, not that I don't care for. I will watch possession movies. I don't care. Yeah. I will watch anything. But those are the ones that kind of get me a little bit. Right. And that comes from, um, well, I grew up Catholic, you know, um, not super Catholic, but like weddings and funerals, you know. Same, <laughs> but, same you with know, my family, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but that's always kind of been like part of, part of the idea, right? Right. And I think maybe that's why it kind of, uh, they scare me a little bit more than others because mm-hmm. I, like you, I feel like maybe that could happen in real life. Right, yeah. You know, and and then how do you get rid of it? Like, mm-hmm. does an exorcism really work? I don't know. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, there's too many variables there. Right. So, like, um, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, stop. I can't even. I, yeah, that is, like, what, like I, I'm I usually even. fine with, like, you know, possession movies. That's the one that I just, I can't do. I'll tell you, to this day, in the middle of the night, if I wake up, I will not look at my phone. In case or, it's three. Uh, in case it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Le- legitimately, to this day. And I, you know, this movie's, what, 2001, 2002? Yeah, I, I was, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I know it's older, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I can't get over that whole, and she just, um, Jennifer Carpenter, she just did such a phenomenal yes. job at the acting, mm-hmm. the con- like contorting her body a certain way. They didn't really use a lot of special effects in that movie. It was a lot of practical stuff. Mm-hmm. It was a lot and of just her. It was just her and her face. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, ugh. Like, yeah. I met yeah. her one time at Spooky and I was like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> you like totally like freaked me out. But it's it's so well done. But yeah, that one that one really scared me. Yeah. that And like I said, I, I, lo- I can watch The Exorcist anytime. I can watch The Exorcist TV show. That's like the but one movie, one? yeah. Mm-hmm. The, no, based on a real story or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I yeah, I woke that. up once and like I looked at the clock and it was three o'clock and I had like a little oh, mini no. panic attack. I was like, Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it's wild. Like, cause you know, um, you know, I, I drink a lot of water during the day, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get up a couple times at night to use the restroom, and it's it's like ingrained in my brain. Every single <laughs> night, I'll get up. And like I think one of the first things I think of, and by now it's kind of like a, it's just a habit. But mm-hmm. I always think of as soon as I wake up, it's like don't look at, don't look at, yeah, don't want to know, don't look at the time. And nowadays, thankfully, we have cell phones. But when the when we first came out, we used to have, uh, we used to rely more on on the actual alarm clock. Yeah, you know, so I would cover it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that that's a good movie, but it's so scary. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Um, so you go to Spooky Empire a lot. I do. I do a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Are you going this year? Yes. I go, well, I was actually um, talking to Penelope Pink earlier <laughs> about yeah. it. Um, next year is going to be my 10-year anniversary. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, such a part of my heart. And, like, you know, I've made literally all of my friends, I've made them at Spooky Empire. Um, from one one way or the other, whether they're connected to somebody else and or, or whatever, it like everybody in my life comes from that. Um, and I, yeah, I've been, you know, I, I volunteered a lot um, until like last year, you know, mm-hmm. with COVID, obviously. Right. But I've been to every single show. Um, usually, I stay the three days. Sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll just go. This last time when they had it in December because it was such such a small pop-up event mm-hmm. we just went for the day but it was like uh, I need it in my life yeah <laughs> I really do 
What's your favorite, like, experience you've had at Spooky Empire? Oh, my goodness, girl. <laughs> I can't even. So you, we have had just so much fun. Like, I, I don't even know where to start. Okay. So <laughs> the year that we met um, the guys from What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, I love What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, my gosh. No, I, that is, like, my favorite. Um, I don't want to say it's a cheesy horror movie because it's not. It yeah, is completely a mockumentary. Yeah. And... Um, you know, I, I made friends with Johnny Bruff, and um, he plays um, Deacon, the vampire. <laughs> and that whole experience was just so amazing. Uh, such cool guys. Down to earth. We got to hang out with them at the tables. We got to kind of drive them around town a little bit. We took them to Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, fun. Uh, it was so much fun. So that's definitely up there on the um, experiences that I've had at Spooky Empire. Um I got to meet David Duchovny, re- uh, fairly recent, and it was very quick, but oh my god. <laughs> Hello. I love him. Okay. I grew up with X-Files um, and also a Californication. Oh my goodness. I just love him so much. So that was a great experience. And uh, I don't know. There's just so many. Have you been? I have, and I'm hoping to go this year for the first time. Please come. Yeah. Please come. Let's hang out. Yes, definitely. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes. I really I want think- to. Yeah, I think you should, and I think you'll have a lot of fun. I met um, R.L. Stein. Oh, yay! Yes, um, that was in the earlier days of Spooky Empire, but, you know, mm-hmm. I it's always fun to meet the uh, celebrity guests, um, but at the end of the day, for us diehard Spooky Empire fans, mm-hmm. um, it's all about what we call a spooky fam. <laughs> it's our spooky family, yeah. and it's the people that we meet. Um, I met Carly. Um, at Spooky Empire years and years and years ago. I know I love her too. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, you know, again, it's just those those experiences and just having fun. You know, uh, just talking about things like what we're talking about mm-hmm. with people that are like minded and people that know so much, and you get to meet different people in different industries, but all related to this one thing, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just so much fun. I I would definitely say. At least one time you need to come check it out. Yeah. It's just really cool to have that kind of like in our backyard living in Florida. Oh my gosh. To just have that experience here. Absolutely. I feel, uh, well, I don't know if you're, how far you're into paranormal and like Halloween type things or not, but it feels like it's concentrated in the Midwest a lot. Right. So a lot of the, you know, haunter conventions typically happen in the Midwest and all that. And um, I feel like we're really fortunate that this we do have something like Spooky Empire here mm-hmm. uh, because there isn't anything else like it. Yeah. You may see Mad Monster Party or um, they do the, um, what should we call it, uh, Days of the Dead. They do a whole bunch of those all over the country. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're friends with people that attend all of those conventions and vendors as well. And they will tell you that there is nothing else like Spooky Empire. Like, this is just a convention that everybody kind of goes back to because it's not only just um, a convention, we feel like it's it's the parties, it's the people. Uh, we always have amazing um, artists and vendors that come through and it just becomes like this big party and like it's, it's not as cold as like a Mega Con or yeah. a Dragon Con or something like that, so... That's awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm hoping to be able to go this year. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So, back to horror a little bit. Where do you think horror goes from here? Because, like, we're seeing a lot of kind of, I wouldn't say, like, resurgence of horror because horror is always, there's always been horror movies. Mm-hmm. But it feels like now horror is almost becoming more mainstream and more popular, and there's a lot of it coming out. So, like, where where do you think it'll go? Or oh, wow, um, you know, it's 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 interesting because I'm, and I'm sure you've heard theories like this before. But there's there are these theories that talk about how depending on what's happening in the world mm-hmm. and um, with government and with other aspects in life it depends on what kind of horror is popular yeah so like in the 80s it was like all about zombies <laughs> and then like before that we had a vampire craze yeah and so it's, it's always like there's this ebb and flow of like um what's popular now <laughs> and it all has to do with what's happening in society i feel like we're we're, we're getting over the the zombie hump right now yeah like, we're just kind of, like, everybody's kind of tired of the zombies, you know? Yeah, you yeah. know, like, Walking Dead's kind of like, eh. So, you know, I don't know. I'd like to see more um, people getting creative with, uh, I love supernatural things. Yeah. Um, something like what they did with her- her- Hereditary, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, something like what they did there, I would love to see some more of that. Okay, yeah. You know, some just psychological mess with your head. You know, you're not exactly sure what to expect, right? Because that's my thing. When I'm watching a movie, I'm like, oh, I kind of know what's going to happen next. Yeah. But to see, I want to see witches come back, you know? Mm-hmm. Let's get the witches back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with Hereditary, that was good there. And also, um, not the witch, but what am I thinking of? Well, I mean, um, the Gretel and Hansel movie. Okay, yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. So I would I would definitely like to see the witches make a return. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, funny about which my aunt actually worked on Sabrina the Teenage Witch back in the nineties. Really? Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, she, she was a writer. That. Yeah. That's awesome. I got to That's... go on set once and meet the cat. What? Yeah, it was a very you met nice Salem. Cat. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Well, I met one of the you... Salem's. It was very sweet. Oh, that's awesome. I wish we could, um, that's one thing at Spooky Empire, I wish we could bring sometimes some of the animal actors. I know that's asking a lot, but. Yeah, that would be so cool. I would love (laughs) that. that. I know, me too. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they brought the Annabelle doll once. Oh, the Annabelle doll's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I love Mm. how the real Annabelle doll is just a um, A raggedy Ann. I know. (laughs) Yeah. The other one that freaks me out is that Robert the doll. That's oh, a creepy one. Oh, no, yeah. I, Robert the Doll is, like, my big nightmare thing as a child. Like, it was on one of those, like, travel TV shows, and I mm-hmm. saw the story, and then mm-hmm. I thought my toys were going to kill me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then watch Toy Story on top of that, and you're like, right, forget it. Right, and I it. had it's nightmares because it's a Toy Story. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch Toy Story because it gave me nightmares. Oh That's hilarious. <laughs> but, I mean, it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. if you put those things together there as a kid like okay great so my my toys come alive at night right and there's this robert the doll like, yeah i get it <laughs> um is there any urban legend or myth that you would like to see in a horror movie you know it's funny you say that um i i always i've always had this idea of um it would be really cool to see an anthology movie put together mm-hmm. with different urban legends from all around the world yes 
right? Yeah. Because, you know, um, growing up Hispanic, growing up in Miami, mm-hmm. we have La Llorona. Yes. That's a thing. We have La Sayona, which is a, a different story. And we have other, just other things like um, El Silvón, which is the whistler. Mm-hmm. That one would always mess my head up when I was a kid. <laughs> so I would love to see some more of those things. And uh, I'm not super versed in other uh, urban legends around the world, but mm-hmm. I, I'm super interested in what kind of stories they have out there. There's some really scary, like, Korean urban legends that, like... I bet. Like, I, I don't know if you ever, like... I, sometimes I just go down, like, a uh, research hole where I'm, like, I'm gonna look up urban legends, and then, like, it's two in the morning, and I'm reading about, like, this terrifying, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I, I've always had this idea, like, I mean, I would love to see that done, you know? Um, and just have, like you know, whatever, 50 short movies, like short films, but they're right. all about a different urban legend somewhere in the world. Because, uh, you know, I have a I have a friend, she's Romanian, mm-hmm. so they have a whole bunch. Um, and I feel like Eastern European stories and just their culture um, lends itself a lot to the supernatural. Yes. And superstitions and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I would really like to see that happen. Yeah. Which also, I love urban legends in the movie from the 2000s. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just, Carly just told me about that movie today and I was reading about it and I was like, this sounds amazing. You have to watch that. I, I have a soft spot for, um, for 2000s horror. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people are like all into like the 80s. 80s yeah. are great, you know, 90s are fine, but there's something about the 2000s, like late 90s, early 2000s that, mm-hmm. oh, they're just so fantastic. Like, like the Scream love, movies. Yes, and... the Scream movies, Urban Legends, um, The Ring. Oh um, gosh, The Ring was the Final first horror movie I ever saw. Really? Yes. Oh I was goodness. in eighth grade, and I don't know why, it was like one of those days at like the end of school, and like someone just put it on because we had nothing else to do, and to this day I can't watch The Ring still. Right? Oh. Yeah. It's, it was, it's, that's a good movie. I really yeah. enjoyed that. And, um, also I really like the Final Destination movies. Yes. Talk about cheese, right? Oh, because yeah. Because they're, they're, they can be very cheesy, but it's so fun. Have you ever like, um, like on the airplane, like my friends and I used to check like, you know, the little flip thing that falls off at the beginning of the movie when he's trying to get situated. Mm-hmm. We're always like, if it falls off, we have to get off this plane. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. I'm trying not to think about that when flying. Yeah. Actually. It's like the don't look but, at the clock. Yeah. Don't look at the clock. Yeah. But the one thing that I do think of is, I don't know how, how many of them you've seen, but I think it's like the fifth one or third. I don't know. Anyway, but they're driving and there's the, there's a, a semi truck with uh, logs. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. And then not there's driving an accident. Behind. And then no. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. You have wood you have wood pieces on your truck, I'm not driving behind you. No. <laughs> it seemed like there's like a, a meme picture I saw somewhere where it was like it was like one of those like logging trucks and like no one was behind it, like everyone was like in a line yeah. on next to it, and they're like, <laughs> Make a who's seen Final Destination. Totally, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh gosh, those movies are just so much fun, like over the top, but just in the best possible way. Yeah. And and I get the I get the draw for sure that you were talking about how <laughs> You know this. You know it more than likely wouldn't. Those things wouldn't happen. In right. Your life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Especially Can't some of that. the more interesting deaths um, that they have, but they're just so much fun. So that's our show for today. Thank you for being with me, Robbie. 
Um, Absolutely. You can follow her on Instagram at Robbie Vamps. So you should go give her a follow. She's awesome. She has some amazing pictures. And you can follow the podcast at Women Talk About Horror. And join us in another two weeks for our next episode. Excellent. Congratulations again. Thank you. Women Talk About Horror is produced and edited by Christina Paz. Music by Fesslian Studios. Please follow us at Women Talk About Horror on Instagram. Please join us in two weeks for our next episode.